OCI is the single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash wallstreet. You're listening to Numbers by Barron's. It's Friday, February 17th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, here with the numbers you need to navigate the markets this morning. Our first number is 17.5%. That's how much department store sales surged month over month in January. It was also up 5.4% from last January. The boost came after three months of consecutive declines and brewing pessimism in the retail and e-commerce space. The Census Bureau, which oversees retail sales reporting, classifies department stores as stores with a range of products, including apparel, furniture, appliances, toiletries, cosmetics, jewelry, and toys. Stores that also sell groceries like Walmart and Target are not included in this category. The news came as a big surprise to analysts, who had expected just a 1.7% jump, a far cry from the 17.5% that we saw. It also contradicts guidance from department stores themselves. In January, Nordstrom issued a warning about weaker holiday sales. Macy's had also said that sales would be towards the low to middle range of its forecast. Now, there are a number of factors that might have contributed to the rise in spending, from shifts in consumer trends to post-holiday promotions and warmer weather. Investors weren't sure what to make of the report. Macy's and Dillard's both saw their stocks rise slightly on the news with Nordstrom up just half a percent and Kohl's staying flat. Still, analysts caution the surge is likely a one-time surprise rather than a new trend. The next number up is 4.2%. That's how much Paramount Global stock fell yesterday. That was after the company reported a big quarterly earnings miss. For the fourth quarter, Paramount reported revenue of $8.13 billion, slightly missing analyst forecast. The company attributed the miss in part to lower advertising income. Advertising revenue fell 5% compared to the same period a year ago. Paramount blamed the international market and currency fluctuations, though domestic advertising declined 2%. It's been a tough earnings season for companies that rely on advertising. Advertisers are worrying that customers won't spend amid a tough macroeconomic climate. Paramount CEO Bob Backish also announced price increases for the company's streaming products. Last month, the company said it would integrate Showtime and Paramount Plus. That will up the Paramount Plus premium tier to $11.99, while its essential tier, without Showtime, will be raised to $5.99. The company added a record 9.9 million subscribers in the quarter. Our last number is 7.6%. That's how much the UK's FTSE 100 equity index gained so far this year, and now the index has hit 8,000 for the first time. This week, it briefly popped above 8,000 before closing lower and was trading at 8,040 shortly before its open yesterday. It's a big turnaround since March 2020. That's when the FTSE plunged below 5,000. That was an eight-year low. Since then, it's been steadily climbing for the most part. The recent rebound has been driven by optimism amid falling inflation in the UK, which has some investors hopeful that the Bank of England will ease its interest rate hikes. Waning energy costs in Europe and the reopening of China amid easing COVID restrictions have also helped lift the index. The FTSE also benefits from its composition. It has few tech companies, 
and many highly cash-generative but relatively lower-valued sectors like basic materials, energy, and financials. With high interest rates around the globe, investors have recently been interested in buying value over growth stocks. And that's Numbers by Barron's for Friday, February 17th. I'm Jackson Cantrell, and we'll be back with more numbers you need to know on Tuesday. Have a great long weekend. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.